Welcome to the PropTech Podcast. It's Kylie Davis here and I'm delighted to be your host as we explore the brave new world where technology and real estate collide. I passionately believe we need to create and grow a sense of community between the innovators and the real estate agents and sharing our stories is a great way to do that, especially in these crazy times we find ourselves in. Now, the aim of each episode is to introduce listeners to a PropTech innovator who is pushing the boundaries of what's possible and explore the issues and challenges raised by the tech and how they can create amazing property experiences. And my guest in this episode is Fatek Chama, Chief Experience Officer from Propic. Now, many of you may know Fatek from his time at Domain, and Propic launched at ARIC last year, born out of the Dexar Group originally, but now representing a much broader group of stakeholders. It's a modular system of solutions to common real estate issues, from CRM through to franchise management, and it's all based around the Salesforce system, which lets the Propic team iterate technology and new solutions really quickly. And with COVID-19 changing the industry so quickly right now, one of the problems Propic saw that needed a quick solution was creating AI that could help agents deal with the intensity of workflow created by a market with a lot of questions. And so they created a COVID-19 AI, and they're making that available free right now to agencies um, during this period. So if you're curious to know how AI could help your business, this could be a great time to dip your toe into the water. So for Tech Chama, welcome to the PropTech Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Kylie. Cool. So, so for Tech, you're part of Propic, your CXO. Do you want to give us just a quick overview on what Propic does to kick off? Yeah, no problem, can do. Um, so we're a property technology business. We're all Australian made. Uh, we solve a number of different challenges for the industry uh, across uh, different technology uh, offerings, uh, depending on what it is that the customers are trying to achieve. Um, we have artificial intelligence tech, which is the stuff we'll talk about today where we'll talk to uh, agency customers in real time on the channel of their choosing so we can have intelligent conversations with customers on uh, websites, on voice, in SMS, on email. Uh, we also offer data insight products and um, protocol reveal where we can offer insights into the market, agent uh, competitor insights. Uh, we can help agencies recruit new agents through uh, being able to report on the results of uh, certain agents in certain markets. So we track and monitor every uh, property in the country and every listing in the country uh, for sale or for rent. Uh, we also have CRM apps that we can help agencies with, whether it's residential sales, um, project marketing and property developments. Uh, we've got a recruitment app and we've also got a franchise management system app that we can offer on that uh, Signify platform. So uh, it's really all about the problems the agencies are trying to solve. Uh, we don't try and boil the ocean. We, we'll, we'll sit there and we'll talk to a customer about, you know, the burning platform they've got the most part, and uh, it's usually where we start. Cool. So so just to give a bit of a summary on that based on what we were talking about before, so Propic is a, a modular system of solutions for common real estate problems. Would that be a good Yeah, summer? pretty much. You can, you, can take, you can take what you need when you need it. Um, there's no dependency uh, on having other products as a result of wanting one. Um, as I said, it's not about boiling the ocean. It's just about solving the problems that the agencies may have at any given point in time. And okay. the beauty is that over time, as you start to sort of 
adopt and take on more of our tech, then it's all seamlessly integrated so that, you know, that the, the preservation of the concept of single view of customer is really a reality with our technology. And I think, cool. I think you know, that's a, that's a really important thing. Okay. So just to give a quick, a very quick overview of the key products, at the centre of Propic is um, Signify? Yep, the core platform is Signify, yes. Yep. And then on top of that comes... Um, and that's sort of the CRM and the and the kind of guts of the whole of the whole engine. And then what's the next thing that sits on top of that? Um, well, it, again, it depends on what the customers what are trying to do. solve for. But if you yep. if you were to to think about CRM uh, today and what agencies use it for, logically, if you started there with us, then logically the next best step would be to talk to us about data. Um, because we have the ability to surface our data insights and all the all the fantastic stuff that the the data scientists and the data engineers are working on, we have the ability to surface that inside our CRM app. Which means, you know, if I'm doing if I'm preparing myself for an appraisal on your property, um, then uh, as I start to enter information about your property into my CRM app, I start to be presented with contextual data insights about that property about the area the property is in, the type of property that it is, so that, you know, I'm, I'm already starting to get information about that um, about that meeting without having to go somewhere else to try and get information about it, was, which is what I would do normally. So and that's probably the next logical step for me is, is where you'd go if you started with CRM. And what's the part, name of that part of the product? Uh, Reveal. Reveal. Okay. So we've got Signify, Reveal, and then your new baby that you've just launched is Enliven. Tell us about Enliven. Yeah. Um, well, for me personally, it's 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 my favourite product because, uh, you know, I've, I've spent the better part of 25 years of my life talking to customers and working on solving problems for customers at the front line. Mm-hmm. Um, and so understanding how important it is to be able to respond to your customers in real time answer the questions that they're asking of you and let them do business with you on their terms uh, only means that a product like Enliven AI really gives you the, the, the firepower to do that on, on mass that's really never been seen before in, in a digital platform. And the AI has the ability to have millions of conversations at the same time if it needs to. The AI, once trained uh, and once understands, it understands the answers that you want to give your customers, never makes a mistake like a human. So you know, I, I worked in the Philippines for a long time and I had, you know, four or 5,000 odd people working in contact center environments over there for me. And I can tell you it's really hard trying to get all those people to say what you want them to say about a certain subject in the right way all the time. So. Humans are delightfully inconsistent, aren't we? We, <laughs> we get very bored with consistency. We're incredible creatures, but, you know, when you're trying to serve your customers and trying to send the right message and the message needs to be consistent, then it gets really hard to do that yeah. um, on scale anyway. So what led to the – so what – let's break it down so people can understand exactly what Enliven AI can do for them. What what does it what does it do? Like give us some, give us some examples of, of typical ways that Enliven would work. Yeah, no problems. Um, so – Enliven AI, if we think about AI today in a relatively, not, I wouldn't even say it's a new tech, like the, the AI has been around for a while now. Uh, as far as tech inside real estate is concerned, then, yeah, it's relatively new. Um, we think about AI as uh, the new user interface for customers between, and AI sits between the agents and the brands and their customer. Mm-hmm. 
and we have the ability to have the, the sort of one to millions of conversations on the channel that the you know the, the customer chooses. So, you know, we can deploy the AI on Facebook Messenger, on Twitter, as I said earlier, on a website. We can do it in SMS, via email, and even on voice. So. Um, our technology has the ability to not only have those one-to-one conversations in those platforms, but also contextual handoff between channels. So we could start a conversation in email and then move a customer through, uh, you know, the journey of the conversation onto a website if that's indeed a better experience for them or if it's going to provide a richer sort of context of information that the customer's trying to present, then we can do that in context. And the AI doesn't miss a beat. It, it knows that it's still talking to Kylie um, but it's in a completely different channel now. Right. So, what kind of what kind of chats would I have with with Enliven AI? What what kind of inquiries would it handle, or what does it do? Well, today we've got a number of use cases that are in the market. Um, we have a use case around using AI to sell projects and developments. Uh, we started there actually and we thought it was a really relevant use case because you know when you're trying to sell a development there's just so much that there is that you can talk to a customer about a potential buyer about so what we found was if we if we trained the machine on how to answer the various questions about the development itself mm-hmm. then it could do that and, and when we started to use the tech in that um, in that sort of vertical let's call it uh, we noticed very quickly that, the, the leads that we were sending through to agents. And, and, you know, this tech is not about selling the, the listing, by the way. This tech is about nurturing a buyer through their, you know, buyer inquiry sort of phase. And as I said, you know, we were chatting earlier about making sure that, you know, when we answer a customer's question, we, we answer the question as soon as they ask it and we don't make them wait for the answer. So, you know, we've, we've got it on certain project development websites. The customers come on. They talk to the AI about the the various properties that are available for sale, they're essentially pre-qualifying themselves in Mm. versus sending, you know, a random email about a certain, you know, how many bedroom properties have you got or have you got floor plans or whatever it is that they're asking or what's the price on a three-bedder. These The customers are pre-qualifying themselves in. So by the time they get to an agent, they're actually more primed to buy and so the, the, the conversion that we get on inquiry to or conversation to inquiry to an agent are significantly higher than traditional digital channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the conversion that we get from the leads we give agents are higher than they would get from other channels because the customer's done a lot of the work for themselves, right? So, so you've, re- you've released this during sort of the COVID-19 kind of lockdown or, you know, shutdown period. What Tell us about that launch like why have you launched it now um so so COVID-19 the the instances that um the instance that we've built for to help manage COVID-19 conversations was designed uh with the on the premise that we wanted to help the industry try and manage some of the volume as we were speaking about earlier uh you know when, when, when you're trying to maintain a relationship with your customers and ongoing engagement with your customers uh, one of the things you have to do is respond to their inquiries. And you know, some of the people that we were talking to were telling us how inundated they are with inquiries that they're getting from their customers um, on email or via their web portal, et cetera, uh, and they were struggling to keep up. And there's obviously been a, you know, a fair amount of rationalisation of workforces in the industry over the last few weeks and months. Um, you know, there's, there's no business in the world at the moment that's impervious to that. Mm. Um, 
So when I thought about the challenges the industry was having, and I went back to my days of, you know, when I'd get a contact center spike of, you know, 700 calls in a queue and I, I didn't have enough people to answer the volume, but I had to manage it somehow. I thought, how can I help the industry manage the inquiry that they're getting, maintain relationships with their customers and do it in, a, in the least stressful way as possible in terms of, you know, not having to go out and spend money and um, to, to actually do that. And I thought about creating these conversations, which is what uh, we went away and did. So we've got 12 conversations today. Um, we're giving the tech away to anybody who wants it with these 12 conversations. Um, the AI is being trained to talk about how agencies are handling auctions, how agencies are handling appraisals today, um, how agencies are handling open for inspections. And um, it's all about allowing the customer the choices that they want to make through the flows of a conversation um, to choose the path that they want to go down and ultimately try and collect some leads if we can for the agency. So uh, potentially, you know, if there's a customer who's interested in attending an auction, then we'll take registration details through the conversation. We'll send that through to the agency so that they're prepared that, you know, Fatex made an inquiry about attending an auction. Um, We've also have a number of conversations about the support and relief packages that are available in the market for rental assistance, mm-hmm. and that's a really big one right now. A lot of yeah. lot of renters out there, a lot of landlords not knowing what's going on. Um, the, there's a constant fluidity about you know, the information that's coming through from government. So we are updating the conversations as they happen with the government. So we're monitoring all the government announcements. And the minute something changes in the ACT or Victoria, whatever state it might be, Northern Territory, we'll jump in. We're amending the conversations so that, and they're immediately deployed to the uh, agency's instance. They don't have to do anything about it. But we are very specific about the states that we're uh, sort of talking to and all the advice that uh, we give customers on behalf of the agency's government advice. So we're not making any of this up. We're taking straight from the government. We're using government links for, you know, if I'm a Queenslander and I, I uh, qualify for a, a support benefit around rental, then we'll take a customer to the government website where I can fill in a page to actually seek assistance. So it's real hand-holding experience that we provide our customers through this technology to help them, uh, you know, I've coined a phrase recently, scratch their itch. They've got an itch they need to scratch the information they need. Um, We've got to help them scratch their itch because they don't stop. It's not like, you know, if they make an inquiry to an agent and they don't get a response, it's not like they go, well, okay, I didn't get a response about rental assistance. I'm just going to give up. They keep going. Yeah. And and then that creates even more volume, doesn't it, for agencies to try and manage. <laughs> there is no avoiding this. I think it's one of the great ironies of the real. I, I don't. Um, I might be Alana Morris setting the um, the use of the word ironic, but um, I think it's one of the great ironies of real estate that we tend to think we don't value buyers or tenants as clients because we make our money from sellers and from landlords, but we fail in that lack of recognition to understand the amount of work that they create for us and therefore you know they are you know vi- you know vibrant parts of our business that that we need to manage so this is so so what i'm hearing from you around the ai especially now with um around with with covid-19 in in kind of play and and everyone being completely over lockdown <laughs> We move into what our fourth or fifth week, or go shut down as we move into it. Um, this is a great opportunity for this. This is a time when the two parts of your four 
four-step client um, client matrix are going to be giving you a lot of work um, that you probably can't physically deliver to, this is a great time to start to dip your toe in the water of AI and start to test out how this stuff could work for you in your business. Because it's it yeah because it's servicing a, a, a bunch of people it's servicing clients that create volume of of busyness but don't necessarily create volume of income. Yeah, and there's you know AI as a technology on its own is um, there's been a level of almost hyper uh, hyper adoption of the tech across the globe in terms of mm-hmm. consumer um, propensity to use the technology. I mean we know. That you know, roughly 60, 62% of the global population is open to using AI as a channel to do business with. Um, and a good and a good um, 25% of that is actually made up of baby boomers, right? So it's not limited to people that are of younger generations. You know, we're not, we're not, we're not saying this is a, an exclusive tech for a millennial. Like right through the generational sort of demographics that you see, people are open to using AI as a channel to do business with. So um, it is quite a valuable uh, tool to adopt and start to think about. And this is a good time to do it, right? Well, but yeah, but I think also too, if you don't think about it as much as AI, because I'm sure most customers or clients don't think about it as AI, they think about, I had an inquiry and my inquiry was answered promptly and accurately and in a way that actually helped me make my decision at the time when I was ready to make the decision. So if my option is talk to a bot that is going to give me my information immediately or talk to a human who I have to wait to get back to me and then play phone tag with and then (laughs) then maybe not quite get all of the answer that I wanted and then I have to go back and do it all again it's pretty it's pretty it's a pretty simple choice I'd have thought yeah I think so I agree and then the world is taking to it and it's you know what you're saying is absolutely happening the world is taking to it let's just pause there for a moment and hear a quick word from our sponsors As we all know, the problems of the world can always be solved with good company and good wine. And for a truly great wine, check out Smidge Wines from the McLaren Vale in South Australia. Smidge Wines has been rated five red stars by the James Halliday Australian Wine Companion since 2017. Whether you love a big, bold Shiraz, a beautiful, well-rounded Cabernet Sauvignon, or a Montepulciano, a Tempranillo, or a Fiano, check out smidgewines.com. Sold exclusively online and proud to be official wine of Australian PropTech. So what do agents need to do to to get access to Enliven AI? Uh, really simple. So uh, you can reach out to Propic uh, via let's talk at propic.com.au. Uh, you can reach out to me through LinkedIn. Um, uh, it, w- once we get the request, we can have a conversation if the customer wants us to do a a high-level walkthrough of you know what the conversations look like in motion, uh, or and then and then really it's it's we're talking about one to two business days, and we can have the instance ready to go. Uh, it is literally a line of code that the agency's web developer will need to embed into their website. Uh, I've seen web developers deploy the code in ten minutes. Oh wow. Because that was going to be my next question. How long does it take to roll out? <laughs> we do all the work. Um, we send a line of code over to the agency. Um, the agency gives that to their web developer. They then um, deploy that code to a certain part of their website. They save it. 
they go live and the virtual agent is starting to have conversations with customers from that moment on. And so the customer is in control of when the virtual agent is on or off. We can turn it on or off for the customer at any point as well with ease. If they're not, you know, if they're struggling to get through the web developer, it's it's incredibly simple as a technology to adopt. Mm. So once we've once we've tried it, we're starting to clear up that backlog of conversations that people have been trying to have with us and getting the information out there to to tenants or buyers. When does it start to convert into some paying clients for us in terms of buy in terms of sellers or investors. I've built conversations for finding sellers into this instance because I figured, you know, if you're helping your existing tenants, you you also need to help your buyers and you need to help your sellers. I mean, this is mm. about making sure that the agency is available to the community uh, as an as the community needs the help. So. There is a conversation in there about doing appraisals and trying to sort of find leads for agents through the technology, um, as as well as trying to find leads for buyers, et cetera, for any listings that they happen to have at that moment. So it's already in there um, and they the, the, they will get leads from it for appraisal. Right. Because there'll, right. there'll still be people in the market today through force of necessity because, you know, they've been displaced and they need to sell their home, et cetera, et cetera, that need to sell their home. So... There's so, still some activity. So how does the activity that that Enliven AI is capturing as part of this instance, how does that feed back into your CRM or how does it kind of, like at the moment it's, it's, what you're explaining to me sounds like a, a, a great but sort of a, a, a bit of a chatbot on steroids. So what's the bit that comes after that that then makes the information, you know, that joins that information that has part of the conversation back into your CRM or back into the, you know, that feedback loop? So we keep a transcript of every uh, conversation that the AI has with the customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, can, we, can, we can send those to the customer um, as they wish. Uh, the, there are certain conversations that we've got built at the moment that, are, uh, that result in us trying to capture, as I said earlier, trying to capture a lead of some sort for the customer. So in the event that somebody does give us personal information and says, look, I do want to attend an auction or I am thinking about, you know, an appraisal for my property, here are some contact details, get someone to call me or contact me on email. Um, we can capture info. We actually, um, for, the, for the sake of uh, getting this out into the market quickly, uh, and supporting the, the the agencies out there through the COVID-19 pandemic, um, we haven't done any API into push anything straight back to a CRM app. Um, we do have the capability of doing that, obviously, for, for customers that uh, take on an instance beyond that for, you know, other purposes like developments or, you know, website concierge uh, products that we've got today. Uh, but in this instance, we'll just send email transcripts to uh, a point of contact who will then run their eyeballs over the transcript um, and then send that through to the right person to then go away in action. Right. So, but if I if I subscribe to the whole Propic system for tech, what would the what would that experience be? So, at the, at the, so if you if you're going to go with the free light version, you get the transcripts back and you can manually extract the data out from that that might lead to a lead, but you can rest assured that all the the busy and the noise is being handled in an appropriate way. So there's a benefit there. But then if you're thinking, okay, so this is pretty cool, now I actually want to understand how I could expand this into my business, what does that look like? Uh, so we do have the ability to push 
inquiries that we get from Enliven into um, uh, the Signify CRM. So mm -hmm. if a customer inquires, we'll push it into the CRM, we'll create a contact card if the customer doesn't exist, uh, depending on the rules of engagement of that agency and how they want to treat leads, then we can work out how to farm the leads to specific agents inside that business uh, on a weighted scale, if that's indeed what it is that they want to do. So there's that level of integration that we've got with Signify. Uh, if the customer is using a CRM and the CRM has the right APIs to receive leads from external sources, um, then potentially we could also look at building uh, the, the feed to their CRM that way if they wanted. Right. And so does it do any data matching? So I've I've inquired, I've, I'm a tenant who has been looking at finishing up because soon uh, in my rental, as soon as this stuff's all over, because I want to sell my unit that I own somewhere else and then buy locally. So I'm a potential sales lead as well as being a tenant and also a potential buyer. What's it going to, I know that, but you don't necessarily know all those other things about me. How is the Propic system going to reveal this information about me? So, if if you are a if you're if you're an agency that uses Signify as your CRM app, then mm -hmm. uh, because because of our data model and how we preserve the single view of customer, agnostic of what the agents or agencies want to do with their rules around you know for tech's ability to see your clients and vice versa. Uh, at the highest level, Signify preserves only one, let's call it Jeffrey Gray. Um, mm -hmm. You know, what you know about Jeffrey Gray is uh, what you know. And if, if the agency decides to silo your information from mine and we're both competing agents, then what you know about Jeffrey Gray is siloed into your access. Mm -hmm. What I know about Jeff Gray is uh, hidden from you. But when you take it to the highest level, there's only one Jeff Gray in the, in the CRM. And, you know, if I'm a principal and I've got the ability to see everything about Jeff Gray in my organisation. Now, if we can do that at the highest level, agnostic of what happens underneath it, then we can also see if a customer is a renter of the business and then subject to how the agency wants to treat inquiries from those types of people. Um, the CRM is highly configurable because we build on the force.com platform, a Salesforce platform, which means, you know, we, we get the ability to leverage on, you know, their 750 million US dollars that they spend every year on research and development mm. uh, to build their platform. All that fancy stuff that they've done, we leverage. We don't have to write that code, right? So, you know, we've got tools that they've got in Salesforce called Process Builder, which means we can design that process you just spoke about into the technology and then the minute that customer makes an inquiry, if it fits inside that process builder criteria, then we just take them on that journey. Right. It's so, incredibly complex if you want it. Yeah. So, so Jeffrey Gray is a great example because if I've if one agent has spelt it with a G and the other spelt it with a J and one spelt Gray with an A and one spelt Gray with a E, but they're both at the same address, does it match? and recognise that it is actually the, the right person and then... Yeah, it's actually up to you as a customer to tell us how you want to protect your single view. So we can do we can do a number, and I won't say infinite because the tech guys freak out. But... <laughs> they hate unlimited and infinite. <laughs> They're terrible words. <laughs> freaking out tech people. Um, we can, there's a number of different 
criteria that we can look at to match a customer. So we can say, uh, you know, first name, surname, mobile number, address, email address, a combination of all of those things, or just two of those things, or of those things. Um, you know, some of them are fuzzy, some of them are hard matches. So there's, it's really configurable to what the customer wants us to do to protect that. Mm. And and would you and is the is the system able to then give me more information on Jeff Gray if to to lead score me to, to lead score him? Uh, yeah, well, again, it depends on the configured rules, but yes, right. we, we can do lead scoring if we can see that Jeff is um, making lots of inquiries through a certain agency, uh, and you know Jeff's looking at certain types of listings. Then, yeah, we can do lead scoring for. Uh, an agent if Jeff happens to make an inquiry on their listing. Right, okay. So so where do you think all this, let, let's break this question into to two parts for tech. Where do you think, where do you think we're going to come, how do you think we're going to come out of COVID, this COVID-19 period? Like, and how do you think AI is going to help us with that? Like, what do you think the next kind of eight weeks, four to eight weeks look like in real estate? I, I think at the highest level, the industry will come out a lot, a lot more uh, geared towards, you know, having an open mind to technology in general. Uh, you know, we're having some conversations with some customers who are using this as a really good opportunity to sort of, you know, have a look at their tech stack and sort of work out what it is that they should be doing because they've got some capacity now. Um, I think from an AI perspective, um, you know, the, the customers that we will work with over the next few weeks and months I think we'll see immediate value in what the technology can do for them because we're going to handle uh, what I would refer to as some low-hanging fruit in terms of conversation management for them. Mm. And what that will do is free up their people's time. You know, their, their, their resources are constrained to some degree at the moment. It'll free up their time to focus on things that are going to allow that agency to focus back on their core and work out what they need to actually do to get out of it, you know, in eight weeks' time. So, you know, we can you can continue to struggle and try and sort of you know be that 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 swan under you know the legs under the water, sort of paddling away feverishly, or you could be the swan at the top that you know just looks like it's going on quite gracefully because you've got the capacity to do it. Yeah, stuff that you shouldn't have to focus on is being managed for you by tech. Yeah, because I mean, I think this technology is the sort of stuff that allows you, that lets you decide if you're going to be the centre of, if as an agent you're going to, and, and as a business you want the technology to amplify all the stuff that you're amazing at and to let you scale it and do it to more people more frequently, more often at a higher quality, or whether you want to hold on to this old-fashioned, old-fashioned notion is probably unfair, but this notion that the people have to be at the at the at the heart of every conversation, which means that you become a bottleneck for every conversation. Which means that you can't actually offer the same quality or level of service to as many people. You actually become physically limited to it. It's actually absolutely correct, and we're and we're certainly not saying that we want to replace an agent or a property manager. But what we're saying is, let us handle the stuff that you generally don't need to handle. Let us nurture your buyer or your renter or your landlord or your seller to a point where they feel like they have enough upfront information to actually then want to continue a conversation with a human. Mm-hmm. And when the human is engaged, as we're learning from some of our real estate agents who receive leads today from Enliven on project development sales, for example, um, 
know, the, the, they're, they're happier to want to talk to those customers because the customer has opted in to the listing. They've opted into the property. They know more about it. So as a result, their job's made significantly easier. Mm. Uh, and that's the type of sort of nurture that we want to do in terms of the real-time conversations that tech has with, with the agency customers is just prime them and prep them for the agent uh, so and make the agent's life a lot easier as a result. Let's just pause there for a moment and hear a quick word from our sponsors. As a real estate agent, you know you need to be doing more content marketing, but creating posts for social media, creating videos and reports is hard work, lots of hard work, and it takes time. So that's why you need Homeprezzo. If you're a typical agent posting one or two social media posts a week, Homeprezzo can save you between 75 to 100 hours a year. How many more properties could you sell if you had that time back? Homeprezzo can help you create engaging, informative videos about how the property market in your local suburb is performing. Plus, it makes creating suburb reports, rental videos for landlords, and social media infographics an absolute piece of cake. If you can type in a suburb or type an address, you can create a Prezzo using Home Prezzo in just a few minutes. Listeners to the Prop Tech podcast receive a 14-day free trial. Now that's twice as long as the normal free trial. So go to homeprezzo.com.au and click the sign up button and use the code PropTech to get your extended free trial or click the link in our show notes. And it's a great time right now to kind of think about what we've just been through, is, isn't it? And think about what's about to come because we've we've been like life was just insane before all of this happened. I mean, I don't know about you, but I was running around like a headless chook. <laughs> And it didn't seem to matter what I did on my which on my to do list, which was a very long to do list. It always seemed to be the wrong thing at the wrong time because something else was always more pressing. But but then we had and then we had the kind of beginning of lockdown, which sent everyone into a complete tither because you know everything was so uncertain and so everyone had lots of questions. And again, there was an extraordinary amount of volume that happened in the real estate space, as you're pointing out, where every tenant on your book probably wanted to ask a question, as did landlords. And when you didn't get back to them, they kept ringing. But and then every seller who was already on market was suddenly terrified, and your buyers were wondering if they could just drop their offer by about twenty five percent and and then keep haggling. But what? But we're kind of in the middle of it now and we need to think about what's about to come and how this tech can actually help us with what's about to come and how we can use the time now to think strategically through it because, you know, we're about to head into winter. Winter's typically quiet except that transaction volumes have been down a bit and everyone's been scared and so if you are actually allowed to go out during that winter period, I think we're heading towards a quite ridiculously busy spring because there's a lot of pent-up sales demand that never happened. You know, it didn't happen over Christmas, especially in some states because of the fires. It didn't happen over Easter because of COVID. We're going to hit spring if we're allowed out of our houses and it's going to be insane. <laughs> I've been thinking the same thing. I agree. I think yeah. if, we, if, we're, if we're released from isolation into the wild, uh, I think it's going to be a relatively busy spring. Yeah, and even if it's staggered out. And, and also, you know, a lot of agencies have responded by cutting back staff, so they're actually going to go into that busy period behind the eight ball. So what should they be doing with AI now to get ready for, for that period for tech? 
I think that this is a perfect opportunity to obviously learn about the technology and its capability. Uh, it's an incredibly safe environment to do it. There's there's no commitment. You, you come in, you, you take it if you want it. We'll help you uh, through the, the the challenging times that I imagine people are experiencing. And you know, when when you think the job's done, then you just turn it off if you want. Beyond that, if you decide that you know this this is something that you think you can live with, um, the world is your oyster because for for the rest of mankind's time, and unless we all plug into the cloud at some point, and you know we've we've just got information at our disposal because we're all connected to the internet, matrix style, back of the head. <laughs> well, I mean, they're, they're working on that tech today, right? So you know, there's there's lots of there's lots of people out there that'll tell you you'll be connected to the cloud inside of ten years, but that's a different podcast. Um, but for the most part, you, you know, customers will always be customers, Kylie. They're, they're, they're always going to be remiss of some type of information on things that we do for them. So mm. this type of technology will always be able to help people educate make their customers aware of what it is they do, how they do it, why they do it, because that's what customers want today. They're looking for an end-to-end experience. It's not so much about, you know, just answer my question and I'm done. The experience today is almost more important than the product and service that um, that people offer their customers. So as long as we've got customers, we're going to have people that don't know what it is that we do and we have to answer those questions. Yeah, yeah. And, look, questions are great. Like questions are a sign of curiosity and, and curiosity is, a you know, display of interest. And so when clients are asking you questions, that's that means they want to know more and that they are really genuinely engaged with what you're doing. So we shouldn't be treating them as, as nuisances. No, no, so, absolutely not. So, give me. So, let me understand a little bit more about Propic, just for our our listeners out there. Um, how how long has Propic been around? What's its? Uh, it started off as part of Dexa. You mentioned Salesforce before. Just give us a little back, bit of background on Propic. Yeah. So the 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 company has been around in terms of uh, a company standalone outside of Dexa for the better part of maybe say a year and a half now. Um, probably a bit more than that, actually. Uh, as a business, we uh, we have been operating as Propic formally since um, I think it was Jan or Feb last year. So um, we, we kind of launched at ARIC. Yeah, I, that's, I saw the standard ARIC, yeah. Just before ARIC, yeah. So we kind of launched just before ARIC. Uh, I remember Eric was a was a was a, an interesting time for everybody who was at the stand because you know we were still so new and the product complexity, you know, for the most part was a challenge for us in terms of trying to talk to agents about what it is that we do, etc. Um, but we've come a long way since then. The technology's certainly come a long way since then. We've been very busy writing lots of code and talking to lots of customers and taking on lots of feedback and sort of trying to push that back into what the technology looks like because, you know, obviously the, the, the customer lens on, on the work that we do is that the customer needs to, needs to be happy and comfortable using the tech, so we need to take as much feedback as we can from the customers and, where possible, implement it into the technology. So it's not owned by Dexar? Any, it, it's only partly owned by Dexar or what's that structure look like? I mean, as I said earlier, like Dexar is a, is a shareholder of our business. There are lots of industry um, We've got lots of industry investors who have come in and said, we believe in what you guys are doing and we're prepared to support it. Um, and so there's, uh, the, the, the industry has, has supported us by, by virtue of investment uh, quite substantially 
actually, and it's really good for us because it's nice that the industry believes that, you know, we've got a part to play in trying to solve um, some, some interesting problems that they've had for the longest time. Yeah. So what do you think the next five years holds for, for technology and real estate? Where, what's some what's Propix's roadmap look like? We are we are certainly we're gonna we're gonna we're going to focus heavily on AI and data. Um, mm-hmm. We believe that AI and data are for us are I mean a substantial differentiator between what we do and what everybody else does. Um, who who are your competitors? Sorry to interrupt, but who who are your competitors in this space? Because um, you're part CRM, you're part. As far as as far as CRM goes, obviously there's you know you've got all your, your CRM players you know with with the agent boxes, the vaults of the world. Um, obviously, my D's folding into uh, back in with Adam and Scott now. So, mm-hmm. um, you know you've got your traditional CRM players that we compete with. Um, for the most part, we're obviously interested in in selling our CRM services if a customer wants, um, but we want to focus on the products that we think will start to change the agency's ability to actually. Uh, do what they do in a differentiated way to their competitor. So, you know, how you use a product like AI is really important. AI isn't just AI. Um, the conversations that I use our technology for on our website are very different to the way some of our customers are using it, right? So, you know, with AI, there's this whole world of persona creation, and persona management, and you can give your AI a a persona and, and you can you can take that persona concept as far as you want. So you can, I, I know people that are using AI in, in, a, in the most incredible way where they've created a persona for their AI and um, they're getting their humans to serve customers in the AI's persona. <laughs> okay. But but the other the other competitors that, I mean, the other AI out there that we're hearing about in real estate include um Property realm that um, Patrick's working on with um, with in the property management side, and I guess AI and Air, the the Rita from Air, is that? Yeah, um, the stuff that Patrick's doing is probably closer to Enliven than Rita. Right. Uh, Rita does do some conversational stuff. I have seen it working um, through uh, email, uh, and I think a deployment that they did recently on email. Um, the, the the concept of reader for the most part and certainly the feedback we get from our customers about reader is probably more closely linked to our reveal product uh, in that, you know, there's data insights in there. They'll mine CRM data and they'll combine it and they'll sort of come up with uh, some some ML that says, you know, we think you should call Kylie today and, and, and start a conversation with Kylie. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we're headed with our reveal product is is obviously in a very similar fashion. Um, but we'll be using AI in a very different way to try and complement what we do with Reveal, which I can't. Can't reveal right now. <laughs> it's really Spoilers. not. Spoilers. <laughs> it's, it's not far away, but it's going to be pretty cool. Like I think okay. the agents the agents are very, very media value. Cool. But you and before you mentioned Salesforce is the kind of basis that you're that you're built off. So giving you all that kind of. We, we write out, we, we, we've built Signify on the force.com platform. So it's not. Salesforce out of the box. Right. So we get a lot of customers going, oh, Salesforce, no, it doesn't work in real estate. And and they're absolutely right. Salesforce on its own out of the box does not work in real estate. 
It's probably mm-hmm. the only vertical in the world that Salesforce themselves have not been able to crack. Right. Uh, and it's because they're, um, they're out of the box sort of opportunities and sort of contact management, et cetera, isn't designed for the real estate model. Mm-hmm. What we've done is we've written code on the force.com platform that is bespoke specifically to real estate, which means when you go through Signify and you're adding an appraisal, for example, you want to do an appraisal, you add a listing, we'll take you on a very specific customised journey of what that looks like. So it's really specific to um, the real estate vertical. We're not trying to force a round peg into a square hole. Mm-hmm. Um, it's written specifically for the industry um, so that it matches the the not only the data models the industry expects but also the process and the workflows that, you know, they're expecting to see if they logged into a different CRM app. Cool. And so I interrupted before, but let's get back to what the next couple of years holds for Propic and where you guys are, are going. More uh, well, AI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be, it's, it's about, for us, it's about AI and data. We certainly won't, you know, we're not taking the foot off the accelerator with our CRM apps, not, not, not by any stretch. But um, we, we want to move towards a world where our customers have the ability to do the things they need to do without having to go to two or three different places to do it and without having to manually stitch things together as they have mm. to do today, you know, grab info mm. from one system and put it into something else and then they've got to do a bit of a hack, et cetera. Um, we want to be able to land it all in the one platform um, and allow the customers to, um, you know, configure as they need to configure so the tools and the tech that we provide them actually matches the things that they're trying to do for their customers. And so what allows you to sort of configure the tech to match your way of working without you having to change your way of working to suit the tech. Fantastic. And and as part of that not having to change your way of working, we discussed before too that it's it's modular so you can sort of start with one thing and then add more in and it will play nicely with with most other bits and pieces so you can phase things in or out as you know use existing technology with a lot of it already anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It sounds fa- it sounds fascinating. Um for Tech Chummer, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you um having me today Kylie. Thank you so much. You no worries, thanks. There. So I love the idea of you, you know, advocating for for property tech business like ours and uh, I I look forward to following you with keen interest. Thank you so much. So that was for Tech Charmer from Propic. Now there's no doubt that Propic system is very clever and for Tech and the team have done a great job at creating an AI-based function that will allow agents to test how AI could work in their business. It's an extraordinarily generous move and one that I think will help all of the AI businesses out there in letting agents become more familiar with what it, with what AI can and can't do and how not threatening it really is. We've seen this a lot during COVID-19 where technology providers have been really generous with their products to help agents get on board more quickly. It's made me personally feel really proud of the prop tech industry that so many of us have leaned in. Trying before you buy allows our clients to feel more secure about what they're about to do. And one of the biggest reasons why people resist technology is because they're a bit scared. I think this interview is also a great example of why it's really important to be able to nail your 10 second elevator pitch around what you do as a technology provider. 
You may be able to do a lot with your tech, but it's impossible to explain all of it all the time. And keeping it simple can make it easier to digest. But if you have enjoyed this episode of the PropTech podcast, I would love you to tell your friends or drop me a line either via email, LinkedIn or on our Facebook page. You can follow the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor and iTunes. I'd like to thank my audio support, Charlie Hollands, the fabulous Jill Escudero, and our sponsors, Smidge, official wine of the PropTech community, and Homeprezzo, turning your data into amazing marketing content, which has never been more important in these days of social isolation. And don't forget to check out the free content that Homeprezzo is offering agents to support your digital marketing. So thanks, everyone. Until next week, thanks for tech and the team at Propic. Stay safe and keep on PropTeching.